Thanks for joining us for the Hospitality Hangout, a hospitality-focused podcast where the founders at Brand Strategic share their insights and bring technology and innovation leaders that are making things happen in the industry we love. My name is Jimmy Frischling, otherwise known as the finance guy. I'd like to introduce you to my partner, Mr. Michael Schatzberg, also known as the restaurant guy. And thanks for that kind introduction, Jimmy. And to all those listening, feel free to call me Shatz. Together, we're the personalities behind Branded Strategic Hospitality. We work at the intersection of hospitality, technology, innovation, robotics, emerging brands, capital, and everything in between, Jimmy. There's nothing that we aren't doing here. Jimmy, we are live here in Las Vegas, RFDC, at the win. I'm exhausted. Jimmy, this is the largest casino uh, convention space I think I've ever seen since we went to CES and you almost passed out. I did almost pass. I have to tell you that from from one end of the uh, of, of the convention center where we just had a meeting to our room where we're doing this recording. That is that's like a that's like a half marathon. Yeah, I don't know, Jimmy. <laughs> we got to check your step count on your, uh, oh, I, on your, I, on your I, watch. I blew through it. I blew it. By the way, Shats, I like your introduction. Um, clearly, you just announced to all of our listeners that we are. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Unfocused. That's what I'm oh, <laughs> we're very, uh, shall I redo it? Nah, it's okay. It's well, all. I just figured our guest here is the king of emerging brands. Yes. So I figured I would throw emerging brands in there. I think that is. Very, very important. So as my partner Shatsy said, we are very excited to be out here at RFDC, the Restaurant Finance Development Conference, RFDC in the great fighting city of Vegas. So Shatsy, let's kick this thing off, my friend. Uh, Jimbo, I got to tell you, I am really super excited because it's very rare that we get a guest of this caliber uh, doing a show like this. So clearly, uh, I think he feels bad for us. (laughs) <laughs> I really do. He's nodding his head. Uh, Mr. Andrew Smith, managing director and co-founder of the Savory Fund, is here live doing live. our podcast. Live, live doing live. our podcast. Yes, it's really it's really him. This is unbelievable. First, Andrew, you've been on the show before. Give us a quick background introduction of yourself to our listeners, uh, all six of them. All six of them. Yes, and we're three are sitting here by, and three are sitting here. Oh, so for the three that joined us, um, I'm Andrew Smith, uh, Managing Director of the Savory Fund. I'm actually an operator. I've been an operator for 15 years, and uh, about four years ago, I pivoted to the dark side, the private equity side, and uh, decided to fund emerging brands, brands that have between two and 10 units, and we help them with our shared services team. We have a value-add team of about 85 people in our office. 85. 85. Like people that actually help. From beginning to the end, soup to nuts, grow brand that's emerging to the next size, which is 25 to 50 units. And it's it's one hell of a ride, man. It's, it's awesome. And let's just kick it off. I may be butchering some of these names, but we read in the headlines that you've added Ray Risley, or it could be Risley. I don't know, but I'm going to go with Risley as the CEO of Via 313. By the way, Jimmy and I had the pleasure of having a delicious, delicious pizza and uh, it was awesome. it was really good. It was my first. I closed my eyes. I thought I was the, on the Upper East Side of New York. No, no, seriously, no. It's it is my first experience with Detroit style pizza, and I got to say that was it was. So awesome. I closed my eyes. I thought I was in Detroit. That's better. Yeah. <laughs> I closed my eyes. I thought I was yeah. in Detroit. I thought I was in downtown Detroit. I'm from Chicago. I feel like I'm an imposter buying a Detroit style pizza concept. Yeah, it really would be is. like you guys yes. buying a Detroit style pizza. I agree. Pizza I York, agree. Right? First yeah. time I had a Chicago deep dish, I thought that was pretty special. I admit, I was like, oh my God, that there is a deep good. dish. And then now I had Detroit pizza. I'm like, you know what? There's a lot of great pizza out there. There's but I think you guys have, you guys have the, I, as far as I'm concerned, maybe outside, I haven't been to Detroit to have their pizza. But as far as I'm concerned, you guys are Detroit pizza. Really now. good. And, and that's not all. We're not done. We're not there done. are other top level, C level, big Macha executives being added to the uh, savory team. Ryan McCartan probably butchered his name as well. I apologize. Uh, As a CEO of Swig, I mean, honestly, my first experience uh, meeting you guys was tasting some Swig 
uh, power, yeah, <laughs> some swig thing in their it's offices. Crazy, it? it was delicious, yeah. and I love that. I just love having the machine in my, in your office yeah. that you could just pour yes. your own. Beverage. I care about calories in my office. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, also I, like, I also like that they uh, you guys have really launched the uh, the vertical of. Dirty soda. soda. Yeah, dirty I soda. love it. Jimmy smiles when he says that. I do. Smile. I do. Why do you smile when you say dirty soda, Jimmy? It's, it's funny. It's it's not, dirty not dirty. Oh, no, no, not dirty. Is it? it's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a different take on something we're all, you know what? How many, no disrespect to our friends at uh, Pepsi and otherwise, but you know, sometimes it's nice to they have. couldn't have said Coke. You had to say oh, Pepsi. All the I mean, Pepsi we, we, people we are here. We met with all the Pepsi we, we people yesterday. You know what? In that case, Coke, Pepsi, you know, can't we all play nice and sandbox? Eh, not well, there's more. There's more. And Mo Betas. Mo Betas, by the way. Where did, we, where did we have lunch when we went to visit? Mo Betas. And I get that. Nothing was better than Mo Betas. It was absolutely delicious. Incredible. It was healthy. It was delicious. And I don't remember the dessert we had, but it was crazy. That that it was like a like a that the guava cake. yeah the guava cake it was un, un, unbelievable continues to open new stores like literally like wildfire you just completed your tenth investment by adding the Sicilian butcher to your portfolio the Sicilian butcher a three three units if I'm not mistaken yeah, three units, huh? uh, out of uh, Phoenix or Scottsdale Scott, right yeah. awesome 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 can't wait to go back to Scottsdale and check that out I'm sure you've got great plans so what can you share what's the next move for Savior what's going on with Sicilian butcher talk to me what are their growth plans what breaking news can you tell the listeners yeah you know all with, six sa- of them. with savory with all six of them <laughs> with savory um you know we we help brands get to the point where it's ready for a cbo so when you talk about ray you know ray came in from uh from a, an unbelievable group from burner restaurants um he was running yeah from burner's big right yeah, huge yeah and and uh huge shout out to to jack and, and to randy for running some some great brands but um ray came over ceo of via 313 we, we get them to the point where they they need a you know their own leader we can't lead them all Right. And so we brought him in. He's fantastic. Ryan McCartan came in from Berkshire Hathaway, just a little company. A little company. Just a little company. I know that. I've heard that yeah, name. Yeah, I've heard that name. A couple That's going to be, that, those guys are going to grow up to be big. A You'll couple times. One of these days. That'd be big. Yeah, yeah. But he came in from uh, Seas Candy. Believe that. Seas. I mean, yeah, I love that. That's even from like LA, business, right? Yeah. Who would have even thought that that business was as big as it is? Huge. Huge. Massive. So big, big online here. ordering too, and direct yeah. to consumer, big it's stuff. Incredible. Yep. Um, we did just add another brand called the Sicilian Butcher Italian Restaurant. Love the name. You guys know anything about Italian food? A little bit, a little, a little bit. bit. Yeah, New York City's got a good There's Italian. A couple of them. Um, Sicilian Butcher is a great one. Great name, right? Yeah, I love Sicilian the name. Butcher. Uh, by the way, I, I guess I'll give a shout out to uh, Sagan uh, Hustle. Sagan Hustle. Sagan Hustle. Because I have to tell you, I really do love the. I think these names are cool. They They're matter. Super cool. They're super cool. Inter- well, they matter because you remember them yep. too, right? Yes. And so that's what we look for. And when you hear Sicilian butcher, like, what, what is that? I, what what yeah, is I the Sicilian butcher? I got to go find. Yeah, what are they doing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I love it. I love it. So we just added that as our 10th investment, uh, second fund. We'll be back out next year raising fund three, actually. So we'll be raising fund three for Savory, another 100, probably 125 million for fund three. A lot of restaurants. And we'll add some more. Yeah, we got a lot of restaurants. We have about 170 restaurants now. We're adding about 60 next year in our wow. portfolio. Wow. Chats, that was breaking news. That, that was that is that. breaking that's news. Breaking. That's Nobody awesome. That. That's awesome. Can you tell us any here. other breaking news? Is anything else happening at Savory right now that you want to share with yeah, us? Yeah, you know, a big uh, a big investment this week into Swig from an outside party. Can so you talk to us I about can't, that? I can't, can't talk to you about can't, who it is. He can't. He can't. Do that. Is it SoftBank? No, 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 no. Are you getting FTX money from that guy? <laughs> well, he has no more. It's gone. So FTX is not an investor. Not an investor. That's breaking news. That is So everybody out there, FTX is not investing. Swig. Okay. Swig. Okay. No, Swig is actually going through some pretty big changes. We are staying in. So, so Savory's going to roll. We're going to still be owners. Nice. And uh, we have a big uh, group getting behind us, and we just kicked off multi-unit franchising. Awesome. Wow. Franchising. Yeah, we announced it here. And so we've met with like 10 groups, 10 for 10. Like all groups want to do it. 
that it's is an unbelievable that is breaking news. That's breaking news. No, nobody knows that. Oh, I just oh, told you guys. He, he just broke it. We just broke it. That is breaking news. Get get listen, everybody. That's breaking news on the hospitality hangout where every listener gets top news all the time, twenty four seven. Right here, you heard it. Yes, I know this is this is that's why it's the top rated podcast. Restaurant news has that news. That's why it's a top-rated podcast yes, at RFDC. <laughs> top-rated. <laughs> right, listen, there's there's a lot going on in the uh, over in the convention center in the uh, exhibition hall. Uh, any companies? I know you've been working hard. So anything that you guys are hearing buzz about in the showroom, um, any attendees are buzzing about, anything you've seen, heard, or otherwise, other than yourself, because right yeah, now, Savory, you know. you're making the news. But anything anything you saw in the exhibition hall? No, I think hall. the buzzing right now is still this this um, overwhelming uh, desire to. Grow. Everyone wants to grow, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's excited about growth, but everybody's a little timid this year. Do you guys feel it in the air too? I mean, people are concerned about what's going to happen. Yeah, next year. I think people that baby formula cost. thing really screwed up everything. Everyone freaked out when you couldn't get baby formula. I think everyone went nuts, <laughs> right? That was, I think, the thing that started yes. it. And by baby formula, what Chats really meant is the supply side procurement inflation. Is that's what you really yeah. meant? Yes, I, yes, yes. Baby formula. Obviously, yeah. well, when you say baby formula, problem, I knew exactly. Yeah, I mean that freaked everybody out, man. And I don't think you know. And now you kind of come into the end of the year and the election and this and that. Yeah, I just think there's this, this, this general sense of uncertainty, right? Yes. And I think that hopefully, I, I think there will be some more certainty at the beginning of the year. That's what I think we're all looking for. That's what we're looking forward to. I think this is the other thing. Tech. A lot of focus on tech yes. because tech can hopefully solve a lot of the problems for labor yep. and costs and cost controls and everything else. Yep. So I think that there's this general sense of what tech is out there that can help me make my business Smoother, easier, better, faster, more profitable. Yeah, and I got to tell you, I think on the tech side, to your point, we're seeing that if you're really solving problems, if there's a tech that's really helping operators, I think they're seeing incredible growth. Yes. There's buzz around the tech. So yes. I think that within the, the vendor hall, good buzz around tech right yep. now. Yep, I agree. And we have a bunch of our partner companies out here, and we're thrilled to yeah, have you them. Do. Um, your, your partner, in, 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 in many ways, Shauna Smith, is on a panel later today, Emerging Brands Path to Prosperity. Yes. Great title. And you could share insights or otherwise. Uh, what we don't, no spoilers. Yeah, just no, just some some secrets, some tips and tricks on how to actually be profitable even today. I think that everybody thinks that there's there's no profits to be had because it's kind of disappeared with the cost of inflation and labor. We have a couple of secrets she's going to share in there as to what we do at Savory with our ten portfolio companies to to generate still good profits. I think you have to work harder for them, mm-hmm. but they're there. So she's Agreed. Going to share some tips and tricks. All right, I like it. We'll make sure we're, we make sure we get over there. All right, we're going to move on to our crystal ball moment. It this is be Jimmy's a, best part. This is my best part, and yeah. then we're going to end the podcast. And I'm not going to let you do no, the. Oh, okay, not without the quick fire, Jimbo. All right, it wouldn't be a podcast without the crystal ball moment. But we're going to change it up a little bit because exactly two years ago, well, almost to the exactly, day? Uh, December fifteenth, to be exact. 2020, you were on the podcast for the first time. Jimmy, you just remembered that? I I literally just pulled it out. Yeah, 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 I mean, honestly, that's how how great that podcast was. (laughs) Two years ago, we asked you the same question, and we said, when we see you, uh, two years hence, uh, we and, knew we knew you were going to be here doing this. You know, podcast. hospitality and tech. Such two insights. years now. You know, so here's what you said two years ago. Here's your answer. You Uh-oh. predicted oh, that. Oh boy. Restaurants will strengthen their foundation, have better tech stack, be more touchless, less interaction with humors. I'm sorry, humors. Humans. 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 Well, humor, humans. 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 Funny people. Less, yeah, funny. less, <laughs> less funny people. Uh, on the menu side, food qualities will improve. And we'll see more foreign ingredients. And on the experience side, 
People enjoy being together in person. Everyone wants to get back in person, back to restaurants, and we're going to thrive. So, Come Andrew, on. I got to tell you. I should have. That is a crystal ball. A hundred percent. That's like dead on. Dead on. Dead on. High five, high five. High five, high five. Should so now, here we are. We're going to have you back in two years. All right. Um, what do you think? What's the next prediction? What do you, what's, what's yeah, you I got, and how do I okay. bet on that? Yeah, gonna, can, yeah. I go, can I go to a sports book okay. bet? Yeah. Okay, I got to bet on this. Let me throw this out. Okay. I think third-party bullshit goes down to less than 10% for all restaurants. By the way, you know what I'm going to say? Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. No. You heard it here. All right, listen. broken model. I think it's broken. Race to the listen. bottom. I'm not going to say Race anything. Bottom, I, I just don't yeah. think they're going to survive, and I think we'll still have it, but it's going to be less. Yep. And, and something will come out that none of us can think about here. I wish we would. I wish you think about it. I've invested into it. That's going to solve that problem. I was going to say you think about it. No, really you think it. about it. I'll invest <laughs> you. You do the work. You do the work. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, I like it. Producer Julius. Two years, DSPs, delivery service platforms, third party, under 10. By the way, under there's 10%. a lot of it. By the way, that would actually – Respectfully, be incredibly it, valuable. It would be valuable, so us. valuable. Yeah. To our Restaurants would, be, that would yeah. be a good thing for us, yes. and then something that will come out that's more fair. I think. That okay. That's more fair. I love it. I love it. All right, listen. Let's go to the quick fire. This is the branded quick fire, Las Vegas edition, live at the Win or the Encore, wherever you are. But it's live, Andrew. I'm going to read you five questions. Five, let, five let lightning round. Are you ready? Yes. Favorite movie that takes place in Las Vegas? Uh, it happens at the end, but Con Air. Nice. Yeah, Con Air. That is a good movie. I mean, come on. Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Yeah, yeah, Nick, Nicholas Nick Cage. Cage. Okay. That was, he was good. Hair. Hair. He was crazy. Hair. He was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite Las Vegas casino? Uh, Cosmopolitan. I got to tell you, me too. Love me that too. place, love right? That place. They should go. Me too. I agree. I me too. That. We know we love that. Like that the bar. Good, good, bar. Good restaurants. Yep. Great restaurants. Pulse signs. Yep. Yep. What would you rather do in Vegas? See a boxing match or attend a headlining concert? Ooh, boxing match. Fill in the blank. The largest sum anyone has ever won on a Vegas slot was million at the Excalibur Hotel. Fill in the blank. Um, I don't know, twenty five million. <laughs> Jimbo, you want to take a guess? Uh, hold on, let me, let me do my Johnny Carson. Uh, John, John, yeah, Johnny Carson. Uh, uh, something. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give a shout out to my wife who's celebrating the anniversary of her 39th birthday. The anniversary of her 39th birthday. I'm gonna go with 39. Wow, Jimbo, I gotta tell you, you are going to the sports book today because oh. you are on the money. Oh you thank you. By the way, oh, nice job you, on our producer honey. by putting the answer yes. in the script. Yes. Julie, come on, man, you gotta you can't put that in the script anyway. <laughs> 39 million was the largest slot ever won at the Excalibur. Perfect. I'm going to the Excalibur later. And by the way, I'm playing the slots because I'm going to tell you, Let's do that it. is a nice. If you were part, last question, if you were part of a real life Ocean's Eleven and needed to recruit one more person to join your crew, oh. who would you be choosing, Jimmy or Shatsy? I think it'd be Jimmy. Whoa, I cannot buy Ocean's Eleven. You know I would kill it in anything we did. It's a heist. They, they're, they're, yeah. they're making, you can't even move. You, 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 you can't start chasing you. Can't, you, can't, you can't keep a I secret. I cannot believe that, you Andrew. Can you be, by the way, by the way, that's not fair. Shatsy really can keep a secret. The big boy tells that can't keep a secret. <laughs> you can I use him in those little boxes. I use him for his, his, his yes. accent. It's so believable, his yes. accent. People I am be like, shocked by that. I Honestly, <laughs> I thought it was me. All right, listen, on that note, on that note, Andrew, you got a lot of stuff to go do. You got to go buy some more restaurants. You got stuff to do. Thanks for coming by. Really yes. appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. It's awesome. We'll see you. Be with you. You're probably leaving tonight, I'll bet.
Yeah, we'll find. All right, right. So I, find I, I, this guy, he's the one. He's, he don't stick do. it out. We stay. We we stay till Thursday. I'm just kidding. This is awesome. Appreciate you stopping by, man. Appreciate you. Thanks. Uh, I got to tell you, great guest as always, Andrew Smith. Right, rocking and rolling. They are on. A, they're on a great run. They're on a great and run. They're really. And they, by the way, they're they're great people. Great they're people and the great brands. Team. And yep. uh, you know, I mean, from the first time we met them back in Pro uh, Pro V Provo People Four Foods Pro. Group. Yeah, then. I mean, I got to tell you, had a great time and love what those guys are doing. Really lucky. I got to tell you, Jimbo, it is great to be here in Vegas, having a great time. And we have another superstar guest. I don't know how we get them. I don't know what we pay, but we're obviously paying a tremendous amount of money to get these guests. We have another rock star guest. Uh, Jimbo, you want to introduce yes, our next illustrious guest? Um, CEO at Fat Brands. And I have to tell you, you want to talk about companies uh, and operators making waves in this industry. These guys. Uh, every yes. every week I read about another brand. These guys are are, are buying, uh, you know, acquiring, doing something with. Uh, I'm not sure it's weekly. but It I, is, but, Jimmy. But I, but I respect your enthusiasm uh, for, uh, for. Is it daily? Is it daily? It's it's it's, it's not exactly daily. But, but again. Monthly? They, well, you know what? Let's go to the numbers. Right, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, Fat brands, and first of all, um, actually, let's take one one step back before we jump into questions. Andy, uh, this is your first time on the podcast with us. We appreciate Probably his last time. He's going to fire the first <laughs> on this podcast. Ever do but, that to me? But Andy, first of all, we do appreciate um, you doing this with us. And, and how is the show going? First and foremost, how are you enjoying RFCC this year? Thanks so much for having me, guys. Uh, look, this this is the the place to go to meet everyone in the industry in one room at one time and get deals done and. Talk about plans for the future. It's so efficient. I, I actually, it is, it is one of our favorite shows. Um, and it's the it's last the show, show of the year. It's the last show for us uh, this year after a, a very busy year. Shatz, you've been on a three-week bender. Bender. Uh, traveling. Okay. Uh, we got Andy here. Let's stay focused. Fat Brands continues to make headlines for its growth. You guys just celebrated your 100th opening of the year. Most notably, your acquisition activity in, in 21 was amazing. Can you talk about what your overall growth strategy has been? for 22, and then I'm probably not going to uh, let you off the hook with maybe asking, hinting what, you might, what might be going on for 23, but what, what's going on with 22? How What can you tell us? We really took a view of 2022, which was to digest the nine different brands we had purchased. Yeah, a little closer to, a little closer to the mic so we can hear you. There we go. Yeah. We really took a view in 2022 to digest the brands we acquired in 2021 and, and just before that with Johnny Rocket. So we bought nine different brands during that period of time spent a billion dollars uh, and really wanted to integrate those brands, make sure we were executing everywhere we could and ringing out those efficiencies. So that was a big focus for 2022. And we've achieved that. We're very happy with how that's gone. We're certainly looking at new acquisition opportunities again now, but the market's changed. It's just a different place, right? Capital costs more. There's less certainty out there. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, one of the things that we have uh, in our portfolio today is a 1,000 store pipeline of new restaurants to be built. So 1,000 store pipeline. Do it, Jesse. That's breaking news. That's breaking news. That is unbelievable. CNBC, eat your heart Is that out. just across all the brands or is that one brand growing quicker than the other? So we have 17 different restaurant brands today, 2,300 restaurants. What's your favorite? Open. <laughs> Can you tell us your I'm favorite? I'm a fat burger guy. Fat burger guy. Well, that's fat brands, fat burger. Better than Johnny Rocket. But across about seven of those 17 brands, there's just tremendous pipeline growth. So it could be 100 Twin Peaks, 100 Fizzoli's. 400 Fat Burgers or Johnny Rockets, a whole bunch of, of round table pizzas, marble slab ice cream. Yeah, but the Hurricane Wings, we see a lot of those. We're from New York. We see a lot of those in New York. 
Hurricane, Buffalo's, Native Grill, and Wings, those are all three brands that are very similar, and they're just great. They're great casual dining restaurants. They don't have the growth in unit count in that pipeline, but you know that pipeline is going to grow our EBITDA by another 50%. It's just significant, and it's organic. And so it shows really the health of the brands that we have franchise partners coming in and signing up to develop more restaurants in those brands. You know, to, to, If we wanted to get another 50 or $60 million of EBITDA, and we had to go buy that, we'd have to spend $500 million to buy 50 or $60 million of EBITDA. But here, this next 50 million for us is all organic. Or- it's free. Organic growth, I love it. Organic growth, yep. I, I do. Um, are you narrowed in your, let's say, certain type of expansion and or geographical areas in your portfolio? Or how are you looking um, in, at, at the geography, let's say, uh, with respect to your portfolio and your brands? So today we're in 40 different countries around the world and 48 US states. So we're all over the place in terms of our geography. However, we have the business organized into five categories. We have QSR, fast casual, casual dining, our sports bars, that's Twin Peaks. Yep. And then we have a factory that makes cookie dough and pretzel mix and things like that in Atlanta for a bunch of our brands and for third parties. We're really a franchise company. 95% of our restaurants are franchised. Mm-hmm. So we only operate 125 out of those 2,300 restaurants as company-owned stores. So that's really what narrows our focus is more that it's primarily a franchise concept and that we can scale it or add value to it some way. So 22 was, um, I guess, absorbing or rather um, really digesting, as you said, um, what you guys did in 21. Any uh, thoughts or anything you can share in terms of your expectations for fat brands going into the new year, going into 2023? So we'll end up opening 125 new stores in 2022. We've already opened 100 so far and we've got you know, another 25 to go this year. But our, we're setting our sights on 150 to 175 for next year and mm-hmm. just trying to accelerate that new store opening. The faster we get those restaurants open, franchisees aren't paying rent for, without having sales, we're earning royalties. Um, that's, a big, that's a big motivator for us is really focus on that organic growth and get those restaurants open. And we also really want to fill up our factory. It's running today at maybe one-third capacity. We run uh, one shift a day that's full, but we have two more slots. We could do more manufacturing, and that just drops to the bottom line. So those are very important key elements of our strategy for 2023. And then, you know, we might find an acquisition here or there. You know me. And uh, we'll see something that makes sense to add right. on strategically. And is there an area of the country that you guys focus on that you see more growth? You know, it's like, is the Northeast Yes, in the South, no, or is the South more, you know, what's, where's the area that you focus on or see most growth? You know, we really are seeing growth almost everywhere. Uh, look That's at awesome. the Mid-Atlantic, the South, um, the sports bars are all over those markets. We have Fizzoli's in the Midwest, we have Roundtable Pizza out West, Fat Burger, Johnny Rockets in California, and a lot of international burger uh, development too. So it, it's really focused. The Northeast is probably the slowest market for development. Um, the Pacific Northwest might be um, second in line of, of the slowest. But we also have a lot of international development. I was just out in L.A., by the way, and I remember there was a Johnny Rockets on the corner. I don't know if that was the first store. I don't know. But on the corner, like, 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 is that Cannon or, you know what I'm talking about? Beverly and, Drive in Beverly Hills. It's today a Fat Burger. It's a Fat Burger because I was just there. Rockets. That was a Johnny Rockets, right? Because you live ago. over there, right? Years and years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is that doing better as a Fat Burger now or was it just um, – why the change? I'm just curious because I love that Johnny Rockets. We changed that store about 10 years ago. Uh, we, I've been out there a while. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> this is long before we owned Johnny Rockets. Uh, we leased the space as a corporate oh, Fat Burger location. Okay. It was right across the street from where our corporate offices used to be. Okay. So we wanted a store across the street. It was a good location. It was already built out to be a burger restaurant. Okay. So we rebranded it as a Fat Burger and opened up, and it's been a Fat Burger ever since. It's now a franchise location. Oh, awesome. But uh, it's done great. But there's, you know, Johnny Rockets we own in Santa Monica on the promenade. 
yep. you know, and others around LA. Uh, is that is that your is that the busiest store? The Johnny Rockets on, on the promenade? No, some of the casino locations do more volume just because they're getting the 24-hour business. Right, right, everybody right. everybody want at 2 o'clock in the morning? They yep. want a burger. Yep, makes sense. Price. So here in Vegas, those stores just, uh, just kill it. volume. So walking around RFDC, um, what's the buzz around the show? What's the hot topic everyone's talking about? What, do you, what, do you, what can you tell us? Well, certainly people are talking about money this, this time. This is a you know, restaurant finance conference. There's yep. a lot of deals getting done, but... There's also a lot of conversation about deals not getting done because money's expensive. Times are uncertain. No one knows if the consumer is going to fall off the edge of a cliff in 2023. So I think people are being cautious. They're being thoughtful. Um, I've never seen franchisees in better financial shape. This isn't like the last time we went into an economic recession where right. everybody was hurting everywhere. There's no liquidity here. There's money available. It's just expensive yeah. if you want it. And people are being thoughtful about, do I want to make that investment in, in this or that? given you know, that I don't know what's going to happen in 2023, when are rates going to calm down, et cetera. So that's sort of the theme that I take away from here is thoughtful, cautious observation, planning, et cetera. Uncertainty, I think. Jimmy, would you agree? I think there is it's some uncertainty. It's that baby formula thing again. Yes, there's, look, there's, a, there's, there's enough risks um, in the market um, to shake a stick at. Um, inflation, supply chains, labor issues. We certainly have a, uh, issues over in Ukraine that, uh, that continues to, to, to be a real uh, headwind. Um, people worried about what Russia could do. So um, at the end of the day, I'm expecting a more, uh, I'm expecting a better 23 than I think some folks that we, uh, that we speak with. I'm, I'm, I'm more constructive, um, but I will certainly say that there is still- You're an optimist. optimist. You're always very optimistic. I love it. I'm, I'm an optimistic realist. I agree. I think 23 is going to Crush it. There we go. Um, I'm, I'm jumping in the crystal ball moment. I'm yeah, Jimmy, it. it's your spot, baby. Let's I'm go. It. it wouldn't be a podcast unless we ask. And he's guests. got restaurants to buy. You know, he can't yes. sit here forever. You know, to, we want to see. We want to ask you about where you see restaurants and technology two years from now. So that being said, that we're we're here at RFTC. So when we come back to RFTC two years from now. What do you think are going to be the hot topics? And you agree to do the podcast again. Yes. That's how we rope you in. <laughs> we'll see you in two years. What will? What do you think may have changed? Hot topics and what may have, may have changed or evolved? I think restaurant operators will be as optimistic two years from now as they are today. They'll be coming off this, this spike in rates. Things will be calmer in the economy. Of course, you know, we'll be right after a presidential election. So who knows what, what that does to you know, restaurant operators? Usually not that much. But people will have certainty instead of uncertainty at yes, that point. That's so true. I think we will see certainty in the market two years from now that we're just not going to have for that period of time. I like it. I like it a lot. I really do. I got to tell you, I cannot wait to have you back in two years and go over that. All right, listen, branded quick fire, Las Vegas edition. Andy, I'm going to ask you five lightning round questions. Don't think too hard. Whatever comes to your mind. Are you ready? Ready, set, aim, fire. Favorite movie that takes place in Las Vegas? Conan. Wow. Whoa. Whoa, that's Whoa. cool. Wow. Another Nicholas Cage. Wow. I like it. Wow. You know what? I might, I might watch that later. I think so. Yeah, yeah. nothing to do. You've got plenty of, plenty got plenty of, time, of time to watch time, a movie. Yeah. Favorite Las Vegas casino? Oh, The Win. <laughs> the Win. Good answer. I like it. What would you rather do in Vegas? See a boxing match or attend, attend a headlining concert? Uh, boxing match is what you have to do when you're here. I agree. The last time I saw a boxing match, it was Tyson against like... It was Holyfield. Yeah, and that was that was a shit show. But anyway, it was it was fun. The MGM, it is it is electric going to see boxing. It was a little problem with the ear. Yes, it was something something happened there. I remember that. I can't I'm not sure what. (laughs) Fill in the blank. The largest sum anyone has ever won on a Vegas slot was blank million at the Excalibur Hotel. 
25 million. Jimbo, care to guess? You know, I uh, <laughs> I already got in trouble, I think, by by referencing my wife celebrating the anniversary of her 39th birthday. Uh, but I'm gonna stick, I'm gonna keep playing that. 39 million. The anniversary of her 39th birthday. Jimbo, Jimbo, boom, 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 right on the money. It you is know. 39 million. Was one at the slots at the Excalibur, a huge sum of money, and Big it was sum. only a quarter slot. Quarter slot was one quarter. First time player. That's a good IRR. That is. That is. That is big. If you were a, a, a part of the real life Ocean's Eleven and needed to recruit one more person to join the crew, just one, who are you choosing, me or Jimmy? Chess, it's you, for thank sure. Thank you, thank you, yes. you see? Thank you, Andy, yes. thank you, of course. Andy, Andy's a good he guy. Knows, he knows, he knows. He knows. bad for By me. By the way, I think Andy likes your wiriness, your wiry. Yes, he knows, I'd be great on Ocean's yes. Eleven, excellent. Yes. All right, Andy, I really, I really appreciate you taking the time. It's awesome to get to know you and look forward to uh, hanging with you a little bit more and uh, get back to go buy and some more brands. Yes, thanks again, finish. man. This, this was awesome. Have a great finish to the show, and uh, again, thank you so much for doing this with us. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. I got to tell you, Jimmy, Andy at Fat Brands, they're doing some crazy stuff. 2,300 restaurants. They have it. They're on a great run, and they're going to have a massive year upcoming. 23 is going to be a great, another great year for them. A great brands. I mean, Fat Burger, yeah. uh, Johnny Rockets, Fazoli's, Twin Peaks. I mean, those guys are crushing it. Really exciting stuff. I got to tell you, it is super exciting to be here. I'm loving Vegas. I'm loving this show, loving RFDC. So many great people having a great time. Great dinners, great everything. Am I right? It's great, Chatsy. It's great. But I will tell you one thing, Jimmy, I got to tell you, it's a lot of walking. It is a lot of walking. It is a lot of walking. All right, get my steps in. Well, I got to tell you, you know who just walked in? Who just tell us who just walked in? Another great guest. We are very fortunate to just have another great guest on the podcast. Uh, one of our partner CEOs is here today. Okay. Jim, uh, Jimbo, do you want to introduce him? I do. Tim McLaughlin, the CEO of GoTab. Tim, we are super excited uh, to have you. You know, we think there's a crew, there's a core group of operators and vendors and players. They attend the industry events. They attend the majors. Okay, Shatz and I, we would like to think that we're part of that uh, that club. And we also think you, my friend, are part of that club. You show up. I got to show up. You got to show up. Good. You know, things happen when you show up. So while each show has its own. <laughs> he is. Tim is here. I can vouch he is here. While each show has their own theme or target, you know, operator, what can you share uh, about RFDC that keeps you coming back to this event each year? Uh, well, actually, this is my first time. The company is here previously. So you've been here many times. That's what you're saying. <laughs> so you love the show. You come all the time. And yes, I'm, I'm super dedicated to the call. <laughs> you know what? This is this is a very important episode. Sorry, a first very time. First, but will be a long time. And first time, and he'll be. I bet he'll be back. So how are you liking your I first will, experience? We'll be back. Um, it's it's an interesting crew here. I've never seen a show quite like this. Obviously, finances is the bigger part yes. of the equation. I love this show because yes, it's the restaurant it's, finance. This is the restaurant finance, and it's yes. the money show. It's yeah, the money it show. And we talk about money. Yeah, it's it a nice is. topic. It is. Yeah, more, more I, bankers, I think, than uh, restaurant people. Yes, a lot of suits, a lot of suits, a lot of blue blazers. Yep. Yes, I would have the theme here is blue blazer. Yes, uh, you know clearly uh, the, uh, the 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 blue sport coat and the khaki pants. Um, are, are, uh, are, are the uniform yeah. of the RFDC event. I don't know if it's J. Crew, but J. Crew is looking good here. Or, or like Ralph Lauren. They're, Could be. they're sporting it, it really, the really good. It is the way to spot an operator here. Anybody who's not wearing that outfit yes. is an operator. Yes, I, I totally but, agree with you about that. So listen, Shatsy and I, we like playing uh, uh, an imaginary uh, trade show drinking game, and sometimes it's not that imaginary. Uh, for those who don't know, this game we play is we pick a trend 
and specifically the word that we think is, that comes up a lot. A couple of years ago, it was delivery. Every time somebody says delivery, Shatz and I would do an air uh, sip, shot. What do you want to call it? Yeah. Yes, drink. Yep, drink. Chug. Take a chug. Um, and we take an imaginary shot. We, we've been playing this for a while. It's good fun. We did it with a bottle of tequila one day, and I passed out. Yep, and uh, it was a short conference for us. <laughs> it was a short um, conference. Tim, in your opinion, yes. what's the trend or keyword that everyone's talking about here at this show? And then we will turn that into a drinking game. Yes. Um, I, I would obvious. I would say it has to be growth because everybody growth. here is financing their next unit or units. Um, and I think given the backdrop of the last couple years, which is not growth, uh, everybody here is ready to rage and, and expand. Wow. There it is. Growth. I, uh, I can... To all our listeners at home, growth. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. Well, I got to <laughs> tell you, Jimmy, you know I like breaking news. Nobody likes breaking news more than me. And the hospitality hangout, I think we are, I'd like to call us the CNBC of, uh, of of breaking news in the podcast world. I no, think. wouldn't call us the CNBC. Every listener or no, CNBC. actually CBC. CNBC they would, would not. not. They would okay. not. <laughs> but I got to tell you, we they do have breaking TV, news yes. here. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> GoTab just made, listen to this, Jimmy, Inc. Magazine, Inc. or Inks or Inc. Inc. Magazine. I mean, I don't know what we call it. Is it just Inc.? It's Inc. Like, it's just Inc. Inc. Are not Inc. Magazines anymore? Right. So Inc. Public so just Inc. Yeah. Public Inc. Media? Inc.? Inc. 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 Still Inc. It's just Inc. <laughs> Power Partner Award List highlighting, a listing highlighting companies that go the extra mile to support businesses. So congratulations. What can you tell us about this incredible honor to be selected as a Power Partner Award on Inc., what does it mean to you? What does it mean to GoTab? Tell us how you got it. How much did it cost you? <laughs> uh, well, I, I think we actually just submitted data that supported uh, our, our background and our dedication to uh, customer support. And it is a big part of our business. It's a crazy idea. And you are definitely on the side of the operator. Yeah, you are we, helping. We are, we are weird in the POS world. You can You're just us. weird. You're just you weird. You can text us. You can chat with us 24-7, and someone will get back to you quickly. And that's a pretty unique offering. I mean, it's on the POS screen. It's on the KDS screen. I agree. I tell you, man, I, I tell you who doesn't do that, uh, HP. Because anytime I have a problem with my HP printer, uh, they don't get back to you anywhere. Uh, anyone from HP listening, I apologize. And uh, sponsorship is still available. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a printer thing. I think all printers to say is that, that is that what it is? They, they just all printers. Yeah, 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 all they tell you is just unplug the printer and print it back and put it back. Yeah. in. that's basically yeah. your tech yeah. support that's on what, the printer. That's what restaurants troubleshoot. That's how they troubleshoot their printers too. Just yeah. turn off and on. Turn it off. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh-huh. Um, listen, I, I think it's unbelievable. I mean, it's great. Um, listen, you've had a lot of new features and integrations lately on yep. the GoTab platform, including working with another one of our portfolio companies. Pour My Beverage, Pour My Beer, Innovative Taps, you name I mean, a lot of different names there, but we love Josh Goodman. We were just hanging with him in New York. Yep. In fact, I have more breaking news before we get to this uh, answer. More breaking news. B-Works, the headquarters of Branded, now has a full self-pouring Pour My Beverage system at B-Works. So listen to all you, every, all you listeners out there that want to come and pour some cocktails, come on up to the fourth floor of 235 Park Avenue South and ask for Jimmy. They'll show, show you a good yes. time at the we'll pour you. We'll pour you a good time, or yeah, better yet, yeah. pour Can you share a little bit about the importance of a word that I think I taught Jimmy something: integrations. Talk about the importance of integrations, because you could integrate, but it doesn't mean you work well together. Yeah. So talk about integrations. Very true. Um, I mean, in this industry, integrations is a 
it's a very wide word. Yes. And oftentimes integration means, yeah, we send a little bit of data from us to them and that's it. Yeah. Um, and from a day-to-day -day basis, it, here's a very common uh, example. Um, you have a labor management system. It has all your employees in it. You have a POS. It has all your employees in it and you had to put them in both. Mm -hmm. Does that seem a little silly? Seems I mean, redundant. Yeah, but you know, we redundant. Just, can I use a word like that? Shats, yeah. I think our I think our listeners are very impressed. Flabbergasted. Like, you had a word like that? They were <laughs> spelling. Can't do that. <laughs> but anyway, like pour my beer, for example, uh, it populates the beer information. And if you're running, there's a, a place we just went live with with pour my beer called uh, the Golden Mill in Colorado. Mm -hmm. Love it. Love it. Tears through kegs, two hundred kegs a week. Jesus, it's the highest. A lot of happy pour. people there. Highest volume pour my beer location in the country. Um, these go tab, these pour my beer. The magic is in these 200 kegs. By the way, Marcel, who runs the place, doesn't buy the same keg twice. So 200 are they gonna, are they gonna run out of beers are on every week, right? Wow. So imagine that Jinx. if you had to go. I need a Coke. <laughs> if you had to go put those in your POS before you tapped it up on the tap. Yeah. Right? Right. So they don't do it. So all they do is they put it up, they pick it from the list of beers that's exposed by pour my beers. They set a price and automatically the prices start flowing in the go tab. The description show up on the menu. Everything's all magical. And that's integration, work. my friend. That's integration. That's, that's integration. integration. Yeah. Just that's putting a, a logo on your website saying, hey, we integrate. That does not make an integration. Correct. But yeah. I think you see a lot of that sometimes. You see a lot of it. Yeah. So that's let me ask you this. So what's next for GoTab? Uh, more of the same. More big. Uh, more high volume. More uh, multi-unit is something that's growing for us. Food halls are... are uh, as I mentioned, Golden Mills, a food hall. We're on a tear with those. We have some incredibly unique features there. Um, so I see that's a lot more of that in our future. I love it. It's gonna be food halls. And listen, all food hall operators, you need to get in touch with GoTab. What's the, what, how do I, is it GoTab.com? Uh, yep, yeah, it's the .com or .io. They'll both get you that. GoTab.com or GoTab.io. Let me tell you something. Tim is doing, he's one smart motherfucker. Can I say that? Um, I wish you wouldn't have, but you did. So we're okay. It's All right. I got to tell you, violation. he's doing some really cool stuff. I got to tell you with the, uh, with the phones and ordering and paying and all that kind of good stuff. Well, they, the RFID thing is what they really latched onto. So wristbands and RFID cards, you can actually use a hotel key, yep. uh, tap it on, you know, open a tab with it, charge it to your room. If you're in a hotel, um, you can so do it everywhere, but the win. They're still a little not, bit behind. Not here yet. Yeah, not, not here yet. Yeah. They like to make it wait online to do everything here. Yes. Uh, uh, Win, uh, by the way, the sponsorship is still available. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. Time for our crystal ball moment. It wouldn't be a podcast without it. And it turns out Tim is also a second-time guest. We've had two Two-timers. Two that second time. Tim, your first appearance, just let's see. Uh, doo -doo -doo -doo. My memory serves me correctly. I February love a two-timer. No one likes a two-timer. February 15th, 2022, not that long ago. How do you remember these it's, dates, It's Jimmy? amazing. I just have a knack for that. It's unbelievable. And it's written down in front of me. Um, you get a second chance to take a look, to take a look back. Um, At Tim's original crystal ball moment. At Tim's original crystal ball moment. Tim predicted... There'll be less people working in hospitality, but the ones who do will be skilled labor, will be paid well. So, Tim, what do you think of your prediction? And do you feel you're on track, or would you like to submit a new answer? No, I, I actually feel pretty good about it. I can tell Feels you at least good about based it. on my anecdotal data, uh, but also even the quant quantified data that you see in the marketplace. Obviously, salaries increase across the board. But I'd be curious if someone has done any comparisons between sort of like general wages and restaurant general wages. 
I'd be willing to see bet that the restaurant general wa- wages have accelerated more so than in other sectors. I think you are correct. I would say uh, you are I correct, sir. Yeah. You are correct, sir. I agree with you. I agree 100% on that. Uh, would we like to elaborate any more, Jimmy, on the crystal ball moment? You know what, Shaz? I think we're good. We can wrap it all up and we'll call it a day. Oh, wait. There is the last segment. The last the segment. branded quickfire. Lost. Vegas edition. Tim, I'm going to ask you five lightning round questions. Are you ready, sir? You have already been part of the quick fire, but not the Las Vegas edition. So here we go. Tim, what is your favorite movie that takes place in Las Vegas? Um, I have to admit it might. I'm probably not well versed for this question. I should probably skip. Tim it. is not well versed on this question. I mean, I do know Ocean's Let's... Eleven was based here, I believe. Perfect. So Ocean's Eleven, Eleven is his favorite movie. It's his favorite movie, and I got to take a good one, and I like it a lot. Yes. Fear and Loathing was also pretty good, but that's a pretty old one. Fear and Loathing could be there too. Look at that. He yeah. said he didn't know. Meantime, and yeah. but Viva Las Vegas, a little yeah. little Elvis, right? Little Elvis. What else? Well, can we, Jimmy? What's your favorite movie that took place in Las Vegas? Oh, I got a bunch of them, but I'm going to go with. Uh, Casino. Casino. I always loved Honeymoon in Vegas. Wasn't that with, uh, with yes. James Caan yes. and, and also Nicolas Cage? Nicolas Cage. Yeah, Nick we had, Cage. We had some Nick Cage fans on, yeah, on I the podcast today. I love it. Favorite Las Vegas casino? Uh, I'll go with the wind since this is a beautiful establishment. It is. It is it's gorgeous. It is big. big. It is luxurious. I like it a lot. <laughs> what would you rather do in Las Vegas, Tim? See a boxing match or attend a headlining concert? Definitely a concert for me. I mean, and and who would be the concert you would see? If you can have any concert in Las Vegas, who would it be? Mm-hmm. I ad-lib this question. You did ad-lib the question. Uh, that's a harder one, but I, I think I never saw Radiohead. I would love to see Radiohead. Radiohead. So Radiohead, I, I know you're listening because yeah. I know they're big fans of the podcast. If you're listening... I'm sure they are. Uh, the MGM has an opening. Hold on. Okay. Since, since this is really kind of a modified quick fire, we're not going very quick. I have yeah. a question, Shatsy. Yes, sir. I would also like to see a concert over the boxing match. Oh, I would. yes, Jimmy. Would. Who would you like to well, see? No, I want to ask you. Uh-oh. Who do you think I would want to see in well, Vegas? I, obviously, Barry Mann. There it is. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, oh, a fan. I'm, a, I'm a fan of low. At I the am Copa. A, Copa, I of course. Jimmy, nobody would want to see Barry if you're listening. <laughs> If you're listening and you feel like you yes. want to do one more concert, yes. can you please come do a one-night stand at anywhere? Jimmy will be, I'll be there. You, you definitely will have Jimmy Frischling will be at your concert, Barry Manilow. Fill in the blank, Tim. The largest sum anyone has ever won on a Vegas slot was X million at the Excalibur Hotel. What was it? I I have no idea, but I'll go with a hundred million. A hundred million dollars. That would be nice, Jimmy. Yeah, well, you care to guess? Nice. Do you care to guess? Uh, can I just say I'll take the under? You can go under. I'll go under. That's Jimmy, you would, you would win on the under. Nice. It was actually thirty nine million dollars. It was one with a nickel slot, a nickel slot, and it was uh, a little old lady from Pasadena. <laughs> a little old lady from Pasadena with a nickel slot, and she was super happy. And oh, as were her cats. And her cats are <laughs> super happy too. Uh, if you were part of a real-life Ocean's Eleven, okay, great movie, was your favorite movie, you said so here on the podcast, and you needed to recruit one more person to join the crew, your crew, who would you be choosing, Jimmy or me, Jimmy or I? I mean, this is kind of divisive, isn't it? Really, no, really no, no. You just say, who do you want on your Ocean's Eleven crew? You got Clooney, you got Pitt. I don't know who else you got, but you got you, <laughs> you got, got other Kim, guys. You got other guys. You got who? You got Shadsy or Jimmy? 
I, I'm going to have to go with the math guy. So that, that puts Jimmy yep. in the same By the way, I, gotta, I, gotta tell you, I agree. I agree. I would agree with Tim. Okay. Okay. When you're running out of the casino with those bags of cash and Jimmy can't keep up and the cops nab him, no, no, you could be so like, I should have gotten Shatsy. I didn't say he's going to be running in or out. Yeah. He oh, might be you know, I might he's behind the scenes. He's behind the scenes. Strategizing, planning. Aha. He's the strategist. All right, listen, Tim, I know you got a lot of work to do. You you were having lunch when we got you, and it's a delicious lunch, so you got to get back to that lunch. Love you doing a go-tap. Thanks for thanks yes. for joining the podcast for a second time, and I don't know if Tim will ever do it a third time. Well, I think, well, we'll get him. We'll, we'll, he'll, he'll, he's going to keep coming back. We expect Tim Tim and his team at GoTab are going to have a fantastic finish to 22, and I'm even more excited about what they're going to do in 23. I agree. Uh, to our listeners, we want to thank you so much for tuning in with us on this special uh, episode. Uh, we know there are hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there and the fact that you continue to choose to hang out with us is something we appreciate and we value and we're perplexed by jimmy <laughs> we are perplexed <laughs> um, if you want to get in touch with any of our guests today uh directly you can email the podcast team at podcast at brandedstrategic.com we'd be happy to make the introduction and connect you um and again to our listeners great appreciation and if you haven't done so already please subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on any of the exciting guests we have coming up in the future. So from Jimmy Frischling, your finance guy, and before I pass it back to my boy Shatsy, one more shout out and appreciation to our friend, Mr. Tim McLaughlin here. Thank you. Guys. Awesome. Thanks for doing it. Hey, listen, everybody. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for listening to the Hospitality Hangout. Shatsy, a.k.a. Restaurant Guy, signing off. Thank you, everybody. Cheers. 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 Cheers.